Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Today, we have on our Friday focus on the students. Uh, however, today's a little bit different because we have on two students from my current class, not the Innovate Within cohort. Um, I'm going to start taking a, a look at what my students are doing. I'll probably open it up to other students um, as well. But uh, I threw it out there in class of like, who wants to start talking about what they're doing? And, and uh, two groups spoke up immediately, and Andrew Knoll was the fastest. So uh, I want to welcome Andrew Knoll and Ben Lockhart. Hey, guys. How's it going, guys? All right, so let's start from this from the beginning. So I remember, gosh, this is uh, in November, and I said, hey, let's, let's, this is right after you guys kind of learned Google Analytics and AdWords and things like that. And I said, let's, let's solve a problem. And you guys were among the first to say, okay, a problem in our society is that our, uh, people our age, I'm talking about Gen Z, you guys are, what, 17, 18? Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't have soft skills, which, by the way, I hate the term soft skills because it makes it sound like it's not important. But... I think, Ben, you're like, yeah, we, we look down too much and we don't know how to shake hands. We don't know how to talk to people. So you guys then decided to do what? Uh, come up, quickly come up with a list of critical soft skills that we think that we use every day or don't see enough every day that just are essential to life. Yes, so we have created a student-to-student lesson plan that will be sold on Teachers Pay Teachers, incorporating about 25 soft skills. Our target grades will be about four, fourth, uh, sixth grade. Okay, and so I, I'm intrigued by this. So um, you, you just you said a lot there in a short amount of time. You, you want to do Teachers Pay Teachers. Interesting. Where'd that come from? Um, it's a growing... Uh, like a marketplace? Yeah, marketplace. And it can have anything that can be put in a classroom. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty simple. We saw that this was a booming market. Some teachers are making millions of dollars just off teachers pay teachers. So we figured they can't keep students off of it. So <laughs> Crash the party? No, okay. No, so, like, all right, so say that you said that you're going anywhere between fourth grade and sixth seventh grade okay um you said we, we you guys have broken down 25 soft skills just give me a couple off the top of your head uh like time management prioritizing uh persistence networking empathy um yeah empathy okay um so you're, you're taking a look at all this what have been some of the what have been some of the difficulties what have been some of the um, problems and what? It, well, actually, like first of all, tell us what your product is. You said we're going to have it on Teachers Pay Teachers. Like, what is it? It is literally a PDF, a template that, or I guess not a template. Um, lesson plan. Lesson like plan. PDF yeah. lesson plan for quick bell ringer uh, activities that'll highlight that skill that they need and show them the importance of it. So at our school, we have a lot of teachers do bell work, which right when you get into class, for whatever class it is, five, ten minutes at the beginning of class will be spent on a little warm-up activity. I don't know if any other, or how many other schools do that, but for that five to ten minute activity, instead of maybe doing a quick algebra problem or whatever that class is doing, they can do a little short soft skills activity to help get the class going for that day. Okay. Uh, and and so, 
you're working on this, the, the, some of the struggles you've got gone through though, like you, you're like, where did you start? Like, hey, we want to put this on Teachers Pay Teachers. I think that's amazing. Uh, you're right. I don't know of any students that are, you know, selling lesson plans on Teachers Pay Teachers. And to be honest with you, I remember when we first talked about this, I know next to nothing. This is one of the reasons why I was excited about it. Like, I, I am not on there. I've not sold a thing. But I do know that uh, students on Teachers Pay Teachers, interesting. So that's an interesting angle. I like that. Um, but, like, some of the problems you've already ran up against. I mean, because every entrepreneur has beta test one. Where's, where's been the problems? We are not teachers, like we said. <laughs> so making a lesson plan is kind of difficult. We've never made that before. We don't. It's hard for us to look into. It's hard for us to look into um, a student's perspective that's in fourth, fifth, or sixth grade and say, what are they trying? How would we get to them the best? Because we're high school students. We're still learning and just kind of a difficult task. Uh, I believe we've came up with a good solution for that task, though. Uh, once we finish out this PDF, uh, we can test it on some teachers with their classes, and we can get firsthand uh, firsthand accounts from the teacher on what will work and what won't. Okay. So get some feedback from them too. So the version you see in the next couple of weeks, it might be evolving. Yeah. Okay. No, I, you know, I love that. I, I love that whole, you know, method of wanting to put it out there and not wait till it's perfect. Although I will say I've taken a look at some of the things you guys are working on. I think it'll be of tremendous value. But you just said something really key. You guys wanted feedback. So those early adopters, you're saying, okay, what didn't work, what did, and kind of adjust it from there. Um, so this doesn't have to be awkward, but it is. Uh, technically, this class in general, and you guys for sure, let's just say that you're not traditional students. No. Um, <laughs> Not at all. So, so then, <laughs> so why then are you creating content for teachers? Which I love, by the way. I'm not like painting you in a corner, but. Right. Well, I mean, you talk about it all the time that factory mindset and whatnot, that there's too much compliance in school rather than freedom. So, teachers are looking for kids to comply with directions rather than giving them freedoms of studies of what they want to work on um yeah just incorporating soft skills is um, a different angle and what we can add into the education system so yeah uh, this class is really just it's it's freedom inside of the school to really do what you want and we we saw this as a big problem that kids don't have the skills that they'll need in life and we also saw a way to make money out of it and that's what this class is about mm -hmm. No, well, and it's interesting because I remember, I think it's the second day I had you, Andrew, and you were telling me uh, your hustle, like the things that you did. And I'll have you explain that here in a second because I, I've seen, and what bugs me, I mean, I, I, look, my dad was a teacher, so I had, it was like, kind of like being the preacher's kid, right? You know, you go to church because your dad's the, so same thing. I was, I was a teacher's kid, so my grades were always pretty good, never as good as my sister's. Um, <laughs> Kathy, I love you. But um, without a doubt, I was more on the, I'm going to say rebellious side, but I also had that entrepreneurial side to me as well. Neither of you have been necessarily setting the world on fire as far as grades, but when you said the things that you do in your spare time, I was like, oh my gosh, you were made for this class. Tell people, yeah, your, your side hustle, so to speak. 
Uh, so me and a couple buddies, we go to the Goodwill outlets. If you don't know what those are, they're just ginormous Goodwills that are cheaper than usual Goodwills. So you buy clothes around a dollar nineteen cents a pound. That's a lot of clothes, and so you go sell or you go spend all day. They have shifts of clothes coming in through these huge bins all day, and we walk out with pounds of clothes. We throw up, throw them up on Instagram, and then sell it for a lot more than we paid. Why is that a good? Okay, why would you encourage more kids to do that? What has it taught you? Um, I was so high. <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah, it shows you, honestly, supply and demand. I we kind of started this because we all shopped at Goodwill anyways. That's and we had so many clothes. And all these people would ask at school, at places, where do you get that? Well, Goodwill. They're not going to find the same shirt anywhere else. So we started selling, and first week we had it up. We, probably the best week we had, probably really well. And just, yeah. And you've chosen Instagram as your marketplace? Yeah, Instagram has been our marketplace. Is it the best? I don't know. Probably not, but that's what works for us with our target market. A lot of it's college kids, and so scrolling through their feed, just through their besties picture, and the next thing you know, it's DM us for the price for this, and it's more of a bidding war than it is um, just setting a set price. No, I think that's one of the things that I've enjoyed and getting to know you, and also providing you like, like. And this is where people are like, seriously, that's what you allow him to work on in class? I'm like, yeah. I mean, well, obviously the first nine weeks we worked on traditional, well, not traditional, we worked on skills or deliberate. And now for the rest of the year, it's you pursuing the things you want to do. And so while I'm sure that you guys are going to do interesting things on the teacher pay teachers, I also clearly expect for you to be using class time to probably figure out, you know, how do I optimize on, on Instagram? Do I start doing video on Instagram? Um, by the way, special shout out to John Ushai. Congratulations on your new, to leave that position you did at YouTube was brave. And I'm sure whatever you got hired in on Instagram must be high level because you are amazing. We love you, John. Um, but no, I'm, I'm sure you're going to be looking at, you know, optimizing and, and, and seeing what else and maybe other platforms other than Instagram. Ben, same thing. Uh, last year, actually, yeah, let me, let me be tough on you. So last year it was highs and lows. Sometimes Actually, let me let you take the nice way out. There's a lot of people that enjoy talking about the things they're going to do. And I always talk about the people that try to lose, you know, that 10 pounds right at the New Year's resolution. And they're going to read a book a month. And it's fun to say you're going to read a book a month. The hard part was the hard part. Last year, you did okay at best in the class. This year, you kind of came in with a different attitude. What's the difference? Uh, last year... First of all, this is the hardest class I've ever had to take uh, the first couple the first couple weeks, simply because I still had that factory mindset. And his first project was find a problem, come up with a solution, and that was his only criteria. And it it took me well beyond the due date. Like I don't even think I ever turned it in actually. Um, but yeah, it was just beyond hard. And I finally, about halfway through the year, I found kind of like my niche, uh, and I started studying cryptocurrency trends and it was going well I predicted that was going uh, to 20,000 and then it hit that next week but after that uh, I just had a rough patch I 
none, I couldn't predict any trends. I was getting all of them wrong. And the end, the end goal for this project was to invest Wetrix himself money, his own money. And uh, I just didn't have the courage to do it because none of my trends were right. And I just gave up. <laughs> to be fair, the, 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 uh, the, the hype had died down and I probably would have lost that money. So oh, yeah. good for you. Um, no, but I'm like, so like what changed? Like you, you came in with a lot more of the um, doer's mindset this year. Was it a team? Was it your team that's better? Well, what's the difference? Because I mean, like this is for the full disclosure, the number one thing I get on questions is like, there's other schools now trying to do an innovation course or an innovation uh, like open source learning or an entrepreneurial course. Several people and like, okay, so when you give students the freedom to do something, they stare at you, like, okay, you are free to do this, and they go, what do you want me to do? Um, you were not that bad, but like, without a doubt, you've been a lot more productive this year. What was what changed you from, yeah, I'll go through this, to, oh, I want to do this? Because uh, I saw how well it worked. And I failed so many times that I'm not afraid of that anymore. I'm, I, I welcome it. I always learn from my failures. But I saw everyone else in the class, uh, like how they learned from it and how they became successful and how they started making real money. And that, and I, that changed my mindset coming in this year that for this year, I want to make money. Uh, however it is. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. I, I just, I'm proud of the fact that when you guys made that transformation, like here, here's what happens sometimes, especially early on in this class, like the first two years I taught this class, they'd get this idea and they'd smile at each other and like, this is a good idea. And there'd be like this long pause, like, tell me you're proud. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to do? Well, this is a good idea. Uh-huh. Is that it? Well, do I get an A? And then they didn't, too often times students are just that. Like, they're like, do I get an A? Well, the journey could be over, but it doesn't have to be. Do you want to take it to the rest of the world? Do you want to take it to the marketplace, whatever? Which is why, again, this class isn't called entrepreneurship. It's called innovation and open source learning. But if you have something truly innovative and if it's needed by society, you might as well bring it to the world. Um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with people saying, well, I like this, but I don't want to take it to market. Fine. You don't have to, but if you do have something interesting, you, you might as well. Um, lastly, you guys have been doing a pretty good job here of, um, personal branding. What's, what's been the key? Kind of just how raw our videos I think are like, honestly, we don't, I mean, you look at some videos on LinkedIn and they're real tech savvy videos got transition well thought out, yeah. really well thought out. I mean, we do think about our videos and what we say and intentional with what we say, but I mean, we just grab our phones. We do like a quick 22nd. What are we going to say? What did we do today? What are we going to do tomorrow? We write all that down and then we quickly make a raw video just in the classroom. We never tell anyone to quiet down or anything. We just do it right then and there to get it done. No, I think that has been part of it. Like, one, just being your teacher and, like, you're kind of branding for the class, too. So I'm not mad. And, yeah, there's always – it's kind of noisy in the background. People are doing their own things. But, two, you're right that it doesn't look polished, I think, is working for you guys because it shows you that, <clears throat> A, you are working, and that, B, you're not waiting around for perfect. Yeah, and we're focused on the product, not, not our brand right now. Well, and the, you, guys, you guys have also done a really good job of the people that have been helping you. You're giving them props. 
uh, you're mentioning them in your videos and now I, you know, cause now I see them sharing your, your stuff as well. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, cause I, you know, at times I talk about it on the show, but LinkedIn has been so important for my students. Oh yeah. Um, and, 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 the, and, and this is, yeah. And this is the thing. LinkedIn is not cool. Instagram is cool. And I think, cool. right. It's not meant to be cool. It's, it's networking. Um, we actually found a bunch of people to just give us feedback. And some people just tell us how much of a good idea it was. And it really just drove us to like, wow, people actually like this idea. And these are, these are people who care about what they're doing and they're making something of their lives simply because they're on LinkedIn. I haven't met anyone like my generation on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, I, I will agree with that. I haven't really met any real new people that are around my age on LinkedIn. Also, I think that's kind of cool, just working with people, networking, networking with people that I can look up to, people that I can that can make an example of themselves, a good example for themselves from, for me, and yeah. Well, I actually, as, at the same time, I'm gonna push back. Like Max Mihiro, Sam Lister, these guys I've seen you guys get feedback from, they're two years older than you? Three? Yeah, they're a little bit older. I mean, th yeah, yeah, they're not high school. high school. Right, but I mean, as far as mental attitude and productivity, I don't think this has an age anymore. Because mm -hmm. I mean, I know some, I know, <laughs> Sadly, I know some kids in college that are not going and getting it, and um, then I know some, well, heck, I mean, heck, one of our formers, Colin Wareham, yeah. he just put out a really cool video on, I think, like, he gave the numbers, like, I forget how many millions of people are on LinkedIn, and, like, less than 1% is making video content, and shocker, those people are being pushed Boom, up right. on the algorithm, so, no, it's good. No, you guys it's been it's been fun to watch um, one because I love watching students grow and do real practical things but two I like the fact that you know we started off with a story that you know not awkward but you aren't traditional students and neither of you um, that wasn't going to be a restriction for either of you guys you guys are out there hustling and, and I hope that uh, your product uh, on your first test and your fifth version or whatever is, is going to be a success. I guess lastly, you know, we've been talking about LinkedIn. Tell everybody where they can find you and any other things that you want them to know about. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, just at Andrew Knoll. Um, I'm excited to start up my podcast here pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, please explain that. Oh, um, so podcast, I'm looking to start student dropout podcast. It has a little bit to do with my background, um, but it, its purpose is kind of just to show how very successful people have not gone to college, dropped out of high school, and how it's more how you go about um, your life, how you put yourself in the position to capitalize rather than getting a piece of paper from a college. So yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn at Ben Lockhart and check out some of our stuff. We're going to continue posting about this soft skills project and you can check me out on uh, Andrew's. I'll be helping out with Andrew's podcast in the future. All right, there it is. Guys, give him a follow. Um, if you are a teacher, uh, I, do you need an account to be on Teachers Pay Teachers? 
I don't think so. I should probably do my research before I press record. Anyway, uh, if you are a teacher, if you want to take a look at what they're doing, they're going to hopefully have this out in the next couple of weeks. I'd say at least two weeks. It's going to at least take two yeah. weeks more. Yeah. Um, but uh, And then uh, take a look at what they're doing. They're sharing their journey on LinkedIn. They do some videos from time to time, and they ask for some feedback. So give them that love if you have the time. Other than that, this is Don Wetcher reminding you, of course, that those opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.